0: So if we get to the end of my homily today and you say, that didn't make any sense, then listen to the words of St. Paul from the second reading today. I came to you in weakness and fear and much trembling and my, proclamation, my message and proclamation were not with persuasive words of wisdom but with a demonstration of spirit and power so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom but on the power of God. There you go. So if it doesn't make sense, you still come and receive communion, you still receive Jesus into your heart, and you get to go out to the world. So there you go. Thank you for that great homily. <laughs> All right. It didn't work. <laughs> no. Sorry. So there's a, a man by the name of Father Walter Chizek who was captured in the Soviet Union back in the 40s and 50s, I think even early 60s. and um, he what he wanted to do was he wanted to go in and just bring jesus to people who were being oppressed by that regime and well he of course you know he got he got captured and they mistreated him horribly it was it's just a it's a very powerful message a very powerful uh story that he has um but there was one moment uh and he he, you know this man had a lot of faith he was a priest, and he was captured, and he was still, he still believed in God, and he still practiced, he did mass whenever he could. There was a moment, though, that, that came when they put a document in front of him to sign, and he said, this is your confession, and you're going to sign this. You know, he looks through 200 pages of lies, and he says, you know, politely, he says, well, I, um, I, I can't sign this. This, this isn't true. And then the man who put the document in front of him slammed his hand against the, uh, the desk, and he says, if you don't sign this, we're going to make your life even more miserable than it has been. And it was a miserable life already. And so he just, he froze, and he signed everything. Signed every one of those 200 pages. And then he said in, in commentary on that moment, he said, I still, I was still grasping onto my life. I knew that that time was coming when they were going to put that document in front of me, and I was like, oh, what am I going to do, what am I going to do, I'm worried about it, and and he was, he just recognized that he was still grasping, still holding on, he hadn't let go. Okay, a couple months later, maybe a year later, I don't remember, but kind of the same situation happened, except this time, they put a document in front of him, and they said, you know, we want to reward you for good behavior, good, good work. Um, we'd like to make your life a little easier. And so this document, sign this, and we'll make you the ambassador to the Vatican. And you'll do negotiations, and we'll, we'll give you a little bit better of a life in return for that. This time, though, he was prepared. He wasn't worried about that. He knew the day was coming, but God had given him a grace, this grace of joy. The joy of knowing that God is going to take care of everything. And so when that moment came and they put in the document in front of him, he flat refused. And he said, I think I even smiled. In the face of threats, the same thing happened again. He slammed his hand against the desk and he said, if you don't sign this, we're going to make your life miserable. And I think they even said, you're going to face the firing squad. And he just, Smiled in the face of those threats. And that's not an insignificant detail. I think I even smiled. Because that's the joy that comes when we open our heart to knowing that, that God is going to take care of everything. What does that have to do with the gospel today? What do you think the light of the world is? It's joy. That's the light. You are the light of the world. The light from light says this. God from God, light from light, true God from true God. Yeah, the light himself is saying you are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. You are to be joy to others. You have a duty to be joyful. That's what he's saying. That's what the light of the world means. So, just to recap here, this is what happens when we open up, when we, when we let go. He comes into our heart. The light comes into our hearts. And then, well, what happens after that? That joy, the joy of knowing that God is going to take care of everything, even in our sor- and our joys and our sorrows and our <laughs> pains, like, we can still have that joy. Because we know that, you know, as, as uh, faithful Catholics, we know that joy is not synonymous with good feelings. And so we can have that joy of knowing that God is going to take care of everything in all of our circumstances. St. Paul says, rejoice always. Again, I say rejoice. So we've got this, these multiple different, you know, Jesus says it, you know, St. Paul says it, we've got a lot of different um, places in Scripture that tell us, be joyful. And so that's how you have it. Know that God is going to take care of everything. Ah, but then you ask, well, how does how do you do that? <laughs> it's, oh, Father Wal—not Saint Father Walter Ciesek, uh just kind of got the grace. Is that how it worked? Well, there is something very important that he did, and he was what he was able to do, even in the most horrible, horrible circumstances, was find things to be thankful for. He was able to thank God for being able to give some people the Mass you know when he could he was able to thank god for for just being there to talk to him so what that thankfulness does and i can tell you from personal experience i don't i don't have to just point to somebody else's story like from personal experience thankfulness opens up your heart because when you realize that okay even in these sad situations even even though i'm i'm not having a good week not having a good month like God is still present and giving me things. So God, I thank you for just being there and listening to me talk to you. God, I thank you for the gift of the Eucharist. God, for me, I thank you for making me a deacon. <laughs> this is, these are things that we can be thankful for, and when we do that, then we start to trust him more. We start to let go of ourselves, stop grasping, and then he can enter. That light can come into our hearts, but then, of course, it doesn't just stay with us, goes out to others and this is really important because opposite of light opposite a light is dark we live in a very dark world it's a dark world out there and i'm sure you're thinking of all sorts of different ways in which our world is dark i'm just going to pick out one though and so what do we see thousands of people doing today well when they find themselves hurt when they find themselves in need they're not coming here there's a lot of people that aren't here i mean there's a lot of people that are here which is great but there's a lot of people that aren't here so i'm gonna pick on the new age movement right now so you'll find this it's very common for people to be going to these palm readers to card readers just to find out what's in our future what's in the future you know tell me and then so i can know again grasping right it's grasping gotta know gotta know what's up thousands of people are doing this getting involved in really bad spiritual practices and if you don't believe me if you don't think this is common just last week i walked into a business and then there was there was this lady who was talking to a customer and she was talking about oh how great tarot cards are and so she continues to talk and it's just oh it's just making me sick inside and i realized that the holy spirit's like come on say something say something so i did it was very uncomfortable but i interrupted them Mm -hmm. and i said that's bad news (laughs) i know i know it's funny but it's what came up to me at the time it's what came to me at the time that's bad news that hurts people and then she rolled her eyes at me and continued what she was doing and so that's you might think well that's a strange story she didn't Wow, I'm so glad that you you told me, please, take me to church with you next time. (laughs) Nope. Didn't happen. Nobody said that. (laughs) But there were many people that heard this little conversation, and maybe, maybe I was one link in a chain of Christians that will eventually turn her towards Christ. Maybe. I don't know. But I do know this. I do know that there was a joy in my heart that came As a result of that So first there was the trust and got like okay I'll do it for you lord. I'll do it for you And then after that on the drive home. I was like, thank you lord. That's that was an amazing little thing that happened Thank you for that. That was it was just great Just the joy that came in my heart of doing something that I wouldn't normally do Which by the way i'm not comparing myself to father walter chizek Because there are so many many other times in which I stayed silent and I wish I would have said something So I'm not trying to say, oh, that that happened. But it's one step, right? It's just one step towards that complete abandonment to his will. And so that's what Jesus is telling us to do. He's telling us to go, like, go do do these things that make us uncomfortable. Invite people. Be a light to them. Because it's a dark world. It's a dark world. And it's an adventure. Like, I could have stayed silent. That would have been boring. Like doing it, it was like, well, let's see where this takes me. So it's that's what he's calling us. He's saying, You are the light of the world, you are to be joy to others in the darkness. So the prayer after communion today is this, O God who have willed that we be partakers in the one bread and the one chalice, the Eucharist. That's the Eucharist. Grant us, we pray, so to live that, made one in Christ, we may joyfully bear fruit for the salvation of the world. Joyfully bear fruit. So that's where that thankfulness comes in. You know, if you remember when Father Nile came back in October, He said something that's very appropriate for today. He said, thankful people are happy people. (laughs) And that's the truth. It's just so short. It's just a short little line, but I haven't forgotten that. That's the truth. Thankfulness opens us up to the grace of joy of knowing that God is going to take care of everything. So today, when you receive communion, thank the Lord for his gift to you, the gift of himself and everything else that he's given to you. Ask for the grace of joy. And then, go out and find those fallen away Catholics. Find those people in the darkness. Find all of those lost sheep. And bring them home.